0: Welcome back to another episode of Breathe Underwater. I am one of your co-hosts, April Salazar, and you have made it to the third and final part of our guest and co-host Whitney Waddell's story. Let's go ahead and jump right in. So, um, and it was, you were just with him that morning, that morning. Yeah. So this was Because this was
1: the the, the night that he, that night that he spent the night and then we left each other that morning. That was not a planned hangout session. I was upstairs getting ready for bed and my doorbell went off like 20 bazillion times. And I knew it was him because he. That's what he does. That's what he did. So I went downstairs and I was like, oh my God, like I missed you. Like whatever. And so we were, we hung out. And, you know, left the next morning like normal, like
0: how we normally did. So no no signs? No signs. None. But a couple of hours later, he goes home. And he hangs himself. And he hangs himself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you thought? I lost
1: my shit in the middle of a Texaco. In the middle of a Texaco parking lot,
0: I lost my shit. Did you at all ever think that? you played a role in no, it? No, not or? at all. I never thought that about,
1: never thought that. I never thought that. But I also just didn't understand, like, if he felt that bad, mm-hmm. why didn't I know? Well, and I also think too, like, maybe he didn't tell me because he knows, like, I'm a fixer. Yeah. So I'm like, I would have been like, we could fix it, you know? We can yeah. fix it. Let's go to the hospital or let's fix it or let's do something. And so I just think he wasn't, in a place that he wanted it to be fixed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> that it's happens. A yeah, it's a lot. Suicide. Huge. So that happens, and you know, I talked to like his family, his best friends, because they were all like, "What happened?" And I'm like, "I don't know. If I if I knew, I would have told. Yeah. If I knew he was feeling suicidal, I would have definitely."
0: Called for help. I, and I'm I, a nurse.
1: Like, how did I not know that?
0: Right. That's... Did you ever feel guilty? Yeah. Like, okay. how did I
1: not know that he was experiencing
0: those feelings? Well, maybe because he just gave you his best. Oh, 100%. Because he, it was natural for oh, him. Oh, yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Like, I think for us, him being with me in those moments, I believe those were his happy times. So it's not a matter of sadness or whatever I think like you said like he didn't want to taint that he didn't want to make it about sad it was supposed to be a place where he felt at peace
0: you know so what'd you do next how'd you did you move on from that did you seek therapy so I didn't
1: seek anything okay just
0: kind of let me just
1: figure it out you know
0: which is what you've been doing for most of your adult
1: life right okay you know and I found like some some peacefulness in the fact that like I had pictures. I took a video one time of him sleeping Yeah, and I would just watch those things over and over, like try to find peace in it. I talked a lot with his sister, you know, who, who just, she thanked me just for being there for him. I'm glad that he had some happiness. Wow. You know, towards the end of his life and he found that in you.
0: So now you're just trying to get back on your feet again. Yeah, I'm trying to get back on my feet. You're still going through the motions. You're still going through the
1: motions. You're
0: still going to work. Still going to work. Doing okay, all good. the things.
1: So like six months later, I'm out with some friends. I meet somebody. Okay. It's great. Yeah. We're dating. It's pretty serious. We're, you know, we get serious. And this is the thing that I've learned about myself. I get serious with people so fast. Mm. Now, you know, I try not to do that. I keep people
0: pretty Arms length. Arms length. Which is healthy. And we, we to need be. to learn how to crawl before. 100 percent
1: So like I'm dating somebody. I'm in a good place. I'm really happy. I feel like this person's really happy. We're good together. Yeah, you're vibing. Vibing. Okay, we're going good. on trips, like whatever. And he he had known that you experienced experienced that. Okay. With, with my friend. Yeah. So um speed forward. Mm-hmm. Six seven months,
0: so about a year after a year after your, yeah, a year your friend after committed friend. suicide.
1: So, um, I am at home on a Friday night, Saturday yeah. night, Saturday night, maybe Saturday night. I, I put my phone on do not disturb because I don't want you to, do, to be disturbed. You, as you do that side. often, I do, I very I, much and do I it. and I ignore that. Often. <laughs> I know you do. So, go to bed, and um, I wake up to multiple calls in the morning from my, from my stepdaughter. How often do you stop, Do you talk to your stepchildren? Um, after the divorce, I try to like at least once a month. So it Touch wasn't
0: base. odd. It wasn't they, odd. Okay.
1: But it was odd to have phone calls at like 1 a.m., right? Mm, mm. I was like, oh, maybe she's just being silly or whatever. Yeah. So I knew my mo- My parents had my nephews overnight um, on that Saturday. So my boyfriend at I was like, hey, let's go grab some tacos. I want to go see my parents. They have the boys. You know, let's go. So we do that. We're at my parents. We're hanging out with them playing with the babies, you know, all the things. And my phone rings and it's my ex-brother-in-law.
0: And I answer it. Because you hadn't called your stepdaughter back. I had.
1: She hadn't answered. She hadn't answered. Okay, yeah. just making sure. So I go into the other room because my sister, my ex-sister-in-law is on the phone. And she's like, hey. Um, She was like, um, have you heard? And I'm like, heard what? Yeah. You know, like I'm like, oh, okay. Like what,
0: now, Mr. You know? Z's like been arrested, something or, crazy, yeah.
1: whatever. And stole a um, truck. You know, at the same time, my phone's going off, mm-hmm. and it's my stepdaughter again. Mm-hmm. I answer, and I'm she like, wasn't
0: really giving you yeah, any information. Very slow conversation.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, "What's going on? What's going on? What's going on?" And my stepdaughter's like, "My dad, my dad, my dad." She's just repeating herself over and over. I'm like, "What happened at this point?" Yeah, and she's like. He shot himself and I just lose
0: it again. Again.
1: Cause now it's not like, sorry. No, it's now it's not like one person. It's two people. Like, and how the fuck does that happen? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> so I hang up the phone with my stepdaughter cause I'm just, I can't even function at this point and um i my brother-in-law's phone is calling again. It's my sister-in-law. She's like he committed suicide last night and we know that like you you were his wife for a very long time like mm-hmm. and um we just wanted you to know before it got out Went on public. social media or whatever. And so i just remember like sitting in the floor of an extra bedroom at my parents' house and I just had lost it. Like I just was screaming uncontrollably. Yeah. Like screaming. Like it was scary. And so had he left any notes? He or- sent a text message to a group of people. Um and the text message just Was re- it it was a group message. It was a group message. Okay. It was just something along the lines of like I can't do this anymore. Hmm. I'm tired. I'm not a good man. I wasn't a good dad. I wasn't a good husband, you okay. know, so on and so forth. And so, um, and then, you know, I think I saw a screenshot of the message because my stepdaughter sent it to me, but it was along the lines of like, you know, let us help you. You obviously know that there's something wrong. Let us help you. And he chose not, not to, to be receive helped. help. Yeah. Um, but come to find out, like, he had spiraled, you know, after we had divorced officially or whatever. He had spiraled. I mean, I think he was using drugs more than than he alluded to to everybody. Yeah. I think that he um, you know, was just in a bad spot. Very bad spot. A very bad spot and 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 I can't I think what bothers me the most is knowing that like he they I say he, but I say they, like both of them were in such a low place that that was the only option. There are so many people that love the both of them, that care for them, including me. Yeah, My ex-husband could have called me and been like, I need help, and I would have been like, "I'm on my way." Yeah, right. Because like, it's a very different kind of love. Very different.
0: It's uh, and I get that.
1: Yeah, and even to this day, people are like, "How do you still love him?" And I'm like, "I'll love him with everything it's, I have for the rest of
0: my life." Right, but it's a different kind of love. Hundred percent. Because you hated him. I hated him. Yeah, and I was and and so I mad under- at him. Exactly.
1: So mad at him for all the decisions that he made. and look, I'm no, I'm no victim. I'm not innocent in all of this. Like I played a part in my marriage not being successful as well. Whatever that part is, I haven't really pinpointed it, you know? I think sometimes my um, masculine energy as a woman is
0: not... Well, I think what? we can explore this on another... True.
1: But... Some things that maybe I didn't do right by him. Well, you know, but I didn't that, do
0: perfectly. And that was... Because you were not compatible. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that you did something wrong. True. It just means that you cannot fit a square peg into a round hole. Yeah, absolutely. No matter how many times you... You know, so but like... like so let's, like, let's just like get I'm out just, of
1: that space. Right. But I just want to make it clear, like, I know no matter what the role was, I played a role. Like, sure. I definitely. Whether it was
0: on purpose or not.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like I definitely own that, right? Sure. Like I definitely want to make that very but, clear. But
0: I also would say, if you allow me, mm-hmm. that it was not your fault. Oh, absolutely That he not. killed himself. Absolutely not. Right. So, you know, I lose Did it. Did you feel guilty about this one? Because yeah. you felt, okay.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. If I would have just stuck it out Oof. for a little but bit longer. I think that's right? a little
0: bit unhealthy right. of you. Oh, yeah.
1: But like, th- those are, I think these are like natural things sure. that people think of when these types of situations happen. Like,
0: if I coulda, shoulda, coulda, were, sure, whatever. Because sure. now you look back at it and you're like, okay, well, yeah, obviously. Like I didn't, yeah. Okay. Right.
1: So like. I continue to lose it, mm-hmm. continue to, like, okay. spiral. Like, I'm talking, like, anxiety attacks. And the person I was with and dating at the time when all of this transpired was not very empathetic.
0: Like, some of the- st- He wasn't supporting not your in our reaction. No, like, to some this. of the
1: statements were, like, if my ex-wife committed suicide, I'd be happy. And I'm really, like, no, what? That's so insensitive, number it's one. A very d- <laughs> number two, like,
0: stop talking. Like, stop, stop. This is just like, just don't say another word. So you're in a, you're in a place where your partner's not very, yeah, he's not very.
1: So that relationship ends very quickly after this, but I'm struggling every day to like just survive,
0: just when, live. So this is day. where we get to that. To the point. Point. When did you know well, that you were going to be okay? What was that moment? What was I didn't for a while after this had happened. Right. But you so I been. sought
1: out help because okay. my anxiety and my loss of control of these situations. Well,
0: you probably felt everybody you loved was going to kill themselves. Yeah. Which like, or abandon me to and so, say, but like, that's what you were existing in. Yeah.
1: So, like, Mr. Z, right? He abandoned me in our marriage. Then my friend. Abandoned me by, like, he was the one person I found peace with during this time. Mm-hmm. And he abandoned me. He
0: did. He did. And abandon then
1: you. now, this new relationship I'm in ends and I'm abandoned okay. again. Yeah. And at the same time, my ex decides that he's done and he abandons everybody. Everybody. Again, for a second time. So like my anxiety and my crazy like thoughts were just overtaking everything in my life. So I sought out some help and I went and saw a therapist and I just wanted to get some tools and some ideas on how I can better cope with all the things that were going on because everybody just wanted to medicate me because I was so sad.
0: So I feel like then that was your moment. The no, di- Mm-mm. no,
1: Mm-mm. no, It got me through. Okay. It got me through and then things started to change. Like I sold my house. I had to get out of that house. Like I was like, this is just like so many good things have happened here, but so many bad yeah. things have transpired during the time that I've been here. So I sold my house and I moved in with my parents. Cause okay. I was like, I just need people around me to support me and you love need me right now. You need your
0: safety net. You need your right? community. You need your support system. Yeah, hundred
1: percent. And so you know, I had to go through some really hard times of like self-discovery, but then there was just a day that I woke up and I was like, I am so exhausted at just being. There's more out there. There's more out there and I'm so tired of feeling sad and I'm so tired of feeling depressed and mad and upset and wondering why this happened to me and why is this going on? Because good, you know what? My therapist even told me she was like, these things don't happen to people. She's yeah. like, you're one in a billion. Like, She's like, you need to write a book, like yeah. literally. So it's we, you crazy. know, we
0: bring up suicide with yeah. your friend, mm-hmm. but I don't think that anybody was expecting that your ex-husband would then yeah. follow suit yeah. six months later. Literally. Or a year later, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And kill himself. Yeah.
1: So, like, it's a lot. It it's is. a lot to take on as one person. And I sometimes look at myself and I'm like, how have I made it this far? Because a lot of people in my situation would have maybe said, like, maybe I need to commit suicide too yeah, or maybe yeah. I have no purpose or, you know, what am I doing on this earth? Or So that you know, one morning when you
0: woke up and you declared, mm-hmm. like you made a declaration into the universe, yeah. I'm tired. I was
1: dying with them. You were I like, was, I'm done. I'm they, done being yeah. tired. They, I'm done. they had died. They were dead. But I was dying. Mm. I was dying every day just being this woman who had gone through two suicides and I was just tired of dying alongside of them. And so what did you do? I booked a trip to Seattle. (laughs) You
0: fucking booked a trip.
1: Yes. That's awesome. I'm just dying and I'm tired of dying and I'm not going to die. Like I have a whole life to live and I'm tired of just existing. Like I want to actually live and try and see and touch and do things. And so I walked into my mom's room and I was like, Seattle. I actually gave her a choice, Seattle or Chicago. Oh. And she was like, huh? And I was like, pick one, please. I got to go to work, Seattle or Chicago. She was like, Seattle. And I threw her my credit card and I was like, buy the tickets. We're going to Seattle this weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. We have an extra holiday, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Fine. And that was it. Cause I was tired of being and feeling dead inside. And I needed to just start so, living.
0: What a beautiful moment yeah. for you. And what a telling moment. Yeah. Again, that you had the wherewithal mm-hmm. to recognize mm-hmm. that slow death mm-hmm. and just say, mm-hmm. this is not going to happen. Yeah. I'm not going to this. I was do tired. I was tired. exhausted.
1: I was exhausted. And I was like, it was just taking so much out of me to be sad. Like I was sad all the time so because this is what I felt like. I'm not to interrupt you. This is what I felt like. I felt like, I felt like, and I just had this conversation recently. Everybody wanted me to be better. Everybody wanted me to do, you know, to whatever, to have all these things, right? Like everybody wanted me to be back to normal and they loved me and they supported me. However, they hadn't experienced divorce or abandonment in that capacity and they hadn't experienced a double suicide. No one knew how to love me and think support me. I not anybody knew me. a double suicide. You know? No one knew how to love me and support me through this except for me. Yeah, you. And I think, like, when I think about this podcast... That's And I powerful. think about Breathing Underwater, if you're out there right now and you have gone through some of these terrible things... And maybe they're not suicide. Maybe they're not abandonment. Maybe they're not divorce. Whatever it is, we can love you because we- Call us. Understand trauma. We're great. Right? You know, DM us. 100%. We'll be there.
0: When you were in Seattle, mm-hmm. I feel like this was a declaration of your rebirth. hmm When you came back- Mm-hmm. Did you feel better?
1: I felt better. And I also made a promise to myself that I was going to start traveling every other month. And so I did. So I started traveling every other month and I saw some really amazing things. And I spent New Year's Eve in New York City and watched the ball drop for 2022. Um, I did things that I had always talked about doing or always wished I could have done or wanted to do. Like I just started making shit happen. And I just started doing things. And I felt so much happier in my life because I s- chose me finally. Ooh. I had chosen everybody else my whole life. And I finally chose me at 37 years old. I think that that's... Which, I mean,
0: like... Very, it's very crazy. important. No, it's crazy. But that recognition is very important yeah. because we forget... We need to love ourselves 100%. in order to take care of everybody 100%. else. And
1: this is the thing, like, I'm never, I wrote this the other day, like, I'm never afraid to walk alone. Yeah. Like, I, I was afraid to walk alone for so long because I was embarrassed of what others, others were going to think about me. But I'm not afraid to walk alone anymore because walking alone means that I choose me. Walking alone means that I do things for me that make me happy. Walking alone. Means that I am gonna always, you know, make decisions that benefit me, and I think sometimes like we're always told like we shouldn't be selfish, but why not I'm, be selfish? I'm very
0: much about being very selfish and yeah. and choosing me, and but and why the whole not thing. right? No, like exactly. Be selfish. Going back to we we have more control than we yes. think. It's not an ending, but mm-hmm. what a way to come out mm-hmm. the other side. Yeah. Right. And what a way to beat mm-hmm. this trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This adversity. I what mean, a what way to learn you? how to sink to the bottom. 100 And breathe underwater. Right.
1: And I told what did I tell you the other day? I was like, we have to let the rain grow us mm-hmm. instead of drowned us. Yeah. Right.
0: Let Same. the water
1: grow you instead of drown you or however you want to put it. So
0: if there's something mm-hmm. one golden nugget, Mm -hmm. one takeaway. I know we've just, we've broken this up Mm -hmm. for all of you have listened to Mm -hmm. all of the episodes that share Whitney's story and Mm -hmm. what she's gone through. Um, We appreciate that. But I do want to ask what one thing would you say to somebody who says, I can't breathe. I don't know how to get through this. What do I need to do? Or can you help me?
1: I think that's a huge question. I think there's so many levels to it, but I think the one golden nugget, the one takeaway is to just let it be Mm. whatever that is. Just let it be. And it's, it may feel like it's not going to be okay, but it's going to be okay. It's going to work itself out,
0: continue to have hope
1: and continue. Yeah. Continue to have hope. And just let it be. Because I think far, like we can control ourselves, right? But at the end of the day, the outcome is already determined. Like um, there's a little like acronym that I learned when I moved to the high school to teach. And it's E plus R equals O, right? So there's an event. That's the E. Plus your reaction. Which you control, mm-hmm. and and guess what? We re- we really—that's the only thing we can control—is how we respond or react to situations, okay. right?
0: So the event, the reaction, the
1: event plus the reaction will equal the outcome.
0: Okay. Now the outcome's
1: already determined, but your response mm-hmm. to the situation—exactly—you're the only drive, one that gets to
0: control your own emotions. Yeah, it will mm-hmm.
1: drive the outcome in a certain direction. So. E plus R equals O. Let the rain grow you instead of drown you. Breathe underwater.
0: It will all be okay. Stay
1: hopeful and it will be
0: okay. So since we've touched on suicide and abuse, we're going to go ahead and provide some services and links below. And as always, we're here to help. Mm -hmm. We're here to be a constant, Mm -hmm. sometimes in a world where there isn't one. And I just want to say thank you thank you my dear friend for sharing your story and no doubt helping everybody else out there yeah absolutely so um on that note we love you guys we are so glad that you joined us again on breathe underwater where we're gonna just keep doing that and we will be back with you soon bye bye